y'all. Happy Friday and welcome back to Just For a Podcast, a high school musical, the musical, the series podcast hosted by me, Ivy. And me, Lauren. What you been up to other than selling stuff on Poshmark? (laughs) (laughs) That, um, what else? I restarted Parks and Rec for the 2000th time and yeah, that's it and working. How about you? You're gonna hate me. Outer Banks? No, I've never seen Parks and Rec. <laughs> what? <laughs> My parents have you need to, it's Those are easy to watch. Just put it on in the background. But if I've never seen it before, I don't put stuff on in the background, because then I need to know what's going on. Uh, okay, then watch it. <laughs> <laughs> My parents have been trying to get me to watch for a while. I'm still... Well, I still need to watch Supernatural, but I've just been watching Dance Moms for a week straight. Watch Parks and Rec, because it's like comedy. You don't need that Supernatural all the time. You need some comedy in your life. But I do need Jared Padalecki in my life. True that, and I won't fight you on that. I've also been continuing my Mary-Kate and Ashley movie marathon sporadically. That's fine. So I, I, was, I made a TikTok about this the other day, but I deleted it because it was ridiculous and it was like 3 a.m. I was going to say, you didn't send me one? No. Um, <laughs> so everybody's posting these TikToks, the people that won the iCarly bedroom sweepstakes and the Disney Channel Zach and Cody sweepstakes. What I want to know is who actually went on the Mary-Kate and Ashley cruise that they had. Did you find out? No, but that's... I want to know. I want to know who went on it and what did they do? Yeah, like, did it really happen? I think it really happened because I read an article about a girl that went on it, but it didn't sound like they did a whole lot. (laughs) It's like they just went on a cruise and that's it. (laughs) Yeah, they went on a cruise and basically the twins were on the cruise too. And there were... She said there were, like, some events like games that they played with the twins but when there's like 200 people doing it it's odd yeah true that this week we're talking about let it shine from 2012 i have not watched this since 2012 i've seen it more recently but i didn't watch this movie until maybe a year or two after it came out I didn't see it when okay. it first premiered. Mm. Uh, I think I only watched it when it premiered. <laughs> it's starring Tyler James Williams, who has my favorite scene in the movie Unaccompanied Minors. Have you ever seen that movie? I think so. I'm it trying was, to remember. Who it, else is in it? Uh, this kid that looks like Jesse Eisenberg, but I don't know his name. Um, <laughs> literally, who else oh, is Oh, yes, I've seen it. Now I remember. Where they're stuck in an airport on Christmas Eve. Yes. They had it on Netflix last year around um, Christmas time. But my favorite scene in the entire movie is when Tyler James Williams' character, Charlie, they're in the baggage claim and he finds an old 8-track player and he's like, oh, this is my favorite. And he starts dancing. And it is the goofiest dancing I've ever... He's doing a lot of little shoulder moves and stuff. And, he, and he's bopping his head. And I don't know why, but since I 
I think I saw the movie on ABC Family whenever I was a kid, probably during 25 Days of Christmas. Yeah. But that's one of my favorite Christmas movies. I still watch it a lot. Now you're making me want to watch more Christmas movies. (laughs) Well, a synopsis of Let Us Shine. Three artistic teens, which that's questionable. What does Chris do? From Atlanta, Georgia. (laughs) Cyrus, Chris, and Roxy take to their pins to compete in a songwriting competition which also roxy's not competing in it she's hosting it the synopsis is completely wrong but when cyrus who writes under the moniker is that how you say that word what is that i think so the moniker truth wins the contest with his rhyme about roxy it's his best friend chris who gets the credit for it now it's up to the true poet to overcome his self-doubt and seize the opportunity to pursue his dreams I guess you could say Chris is, like, a dancer. Chris is a nasty. That's what Chris is. True that. Um, what's your first note? Mine is shout-out Chloe and Hallie. <laughs> I didn't... We stand. I didn't realize it was her until halfway through the movie when he is late. When she has a line? Yeah, when she has a, when he's late. Well, I noticed it before she spoke, but he was late to rehearsal when their mom was or when his mom was helping them. Mm. And I was like, "Hold on. Is that Halle Bailey?" And then is Chloe? Yeah, Chloe's in it too. I saw Halle first. Yeah. Cuz I wrote Halle Bailey. <laughs> <laughs> she going to be Ariel. Can't wait for that. For anyone Have that, you seen their new music video for Do It? Like, it came out, like, a few days ago. I've never heard any of their music. <laughs> I need to listen. You need to listen. They are unmatched. Uh, for anyone that didn't know, this movie is based off of the story Serrano de Bergerac. I think that's how you say it. I, th- I think it's Cyrano. At least that's what I... That's what my AP English teacher told me. See, I never had to read it in school, so I didn't... Okay, I was just going to ask that, because I feel like they did this because they knew a lot of teens who were watching, like, Disney Channel were reading this, so they're like, let's adapt it. I know it was a thing in curriculum, but my I never had to read it, so I didn't know anything about the story. And also, I was on live last night, and one of our followers said that the movie Sierra Burgess is a Loser is also loosely based off of it. Oh, I've never seen it. But that. don't get me started on that movie. That movie let me down. I've never seen it, and I will never watch it. Don't. I got so excited about Netflix finally making a movie about a plus-size girl that gets the hot boy for once ever without it being about her being fat, but... You know, it was about her being fat, and she catfished him. And oh, who played Sierra? Uh, Shannon Purser that played Barb in Stranger Things. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. But she catfishes him with some popular girl from school, and then she kisses him without his consent, which is not good. And she pretends to be deaf, which is also just oh. not good. And. Then at the end of the movie, he forgives her, and I'm like, why? Yeah, now I want to watch it even less no. than I did before. Dumplin' is everything that Sierra Burgess is a loser wished I it love could Dumplin', be. and I know you're, like, the number one stan. <laughs> My FBI agent is probably just chilling at their table all the time, 
whenever I pull up Dumplin' and they're like, oh, we're watching this again? I'm still waiting for you to get a tattoo. I have... I, Girl, we're in the middle of a pandemic. I got... I sent my tattoo artist to the brooch. <laughs> Just gotta work okay. out a time that this is gonna work. Um, so the movie opens up with the choir singing Joyful Noise. There is a boy that has a very beautiful voice that I wrote down. Yep. So nice. I could never... But Cyrus, who is Tyler James Williams' character, is a choir director, and he kind of had a little rap breakdown in the middle of the song. Tell me why the rap breakdown sounds like the intro to Let It Rock by Kevin Rudolph. Oh my god. Hold on, I will play you what I'm talking about. Okay. <laughs> you make the weirdest references like this. <laughs> so there's the rap. Here's Let It Rock. not the same if you hadn't played it side by side i would never have caught that let it rock always makes me think of the very first episode of make it or break it oh my gosh well haven't heard that show make it or break it was my show i don't think i ever finished i own the first two seasons on dvd and then they never released the third season on dvd so whenever it got taken off of hulu i was very upset about it but then they put it back on so oh good but that's the intro to the very first episode of make it or break it when they're walking into the gym because when (laughs) i arrive i I bring the fight cyrus's dad is the Preacher? Pastor? Preacher? Pastor, I think. Yeah, pastor. Uh, And he is mad that Cyrus had them do a rap version in church because he says... The devil music. The devil's music. I hate his dad every single time I watch this movie. His dad is so unnecessary. He sucks. I love his mom. I hate his dad. Uh, do you know, I know this was filmed in Atlanta, or at least in Georgia, but whose house do they live in? Because they live in someone's house that I've seen before. Does it remind you of the Vampire Diaries house? Yes, but I looked it up and it wasn't that. It's not? But I was like, I think this is from Vampire Diaries. Because that's what it made me think of. I've also been debating on restarting that show. Jesus. Someone I know just restarted. I w- I've watched that too much. I've... Don't need to restart it, but it's always in the back of my head. I want to watch Legacies because of it. See, I don't know if I want to or not. I've heard actually pretty good things about it. Like, obviously, it doesn't compare to TVD and originals, but... Okay, do you hate Matt Donovan? No. Why? he does. (laughs) 
Why does everyone hate Matt so much? I don't know. I love him. All over TikTok, all over Twitter, everyone hates Matt Donovan. I like Matt. I always have me liked too. Matt. No, Brittany used to make fun of me for liking him, and I was like, I'm sorry. When he was confirmed for the convention that was originally going to happen, I was excited to meet him. I was lit. <laughs> oh, we don't talk about that. That was sad. Um, so that night after church, Cyrus is sneaking out of the house because he is going to a rap club in downtown Atlanta. And he shows up and his friend Chris is there and Chris is flirting and being nasty with five different (laughs) girls at one time. Uh, there's a rap battle that starts with a rapper called Da Boss and Lord of Da Bling, who... Bling is Brandon Michael Smith because this was his contractually obligated second decom that he had to be in. Of course. <laughs> Wait, that's what I feel like all other lead actors in decoms were at least in another one. But yeah. Coco Jones, Tyler James Williams, and um what is his name? Like Trevor Jackson, they were never in any other decoms. Maybe they were trying to do it, let it shine too, and then it just fell through. I don't know. But um, DeBoss is Algie Smith, who was Khalil in The Hate You Give. Oh, that just clicked. I had a major crush on him in The Hate You Give, no lie. Uh, but they're having a rap battle, and there's kind of this background song going on called Tonight's the Night with some background dancers. They're, like, taking up the stage during this rap battle. Uh, Bling wins the battle, and Cyrus calls him out and says that he's not as good as he thinks he is. And so Bling kind of snaps back at him and is... Because the whole reason... Yeah. So the whole reason that Cyrus is at this club is because he works there secretly. And so whenever he calls out Bling, Bling is like, oh, the bus boy is going to talk about rapping and yeah he's annoying yeah Uh, honestly the only tolerable tolerable character in this movie is roxy (laughs) well i don't even i don't even know sometimes roxy's a little oblivious yeah the only no his mom is the only character in this movie we stay in gale hands down um so Cyrus and Chris start going at it because Chris is telling him that he is... Okay, first of all, Chris is flirting with these girls and Cyrus says they're not his type. And Chris goes, oh, what, fine isn't your type? That was disgusting. Ugh, he's the worst. Uh, Chris calls him Ashy. Wait, I did not catch that. I was like, I'm done. Did you ever comprehend that that's why the gross sisters on Proud Family were blue? I did. I did not. I I did 
when I got older, like not at the moment. No, when I got older, I understood it and I thought it was hilarious. But when I was younger, I it never made sense to me why they were blue. So Chris and Cyrus are back at Cyrus's house watching TV and there's a pop star, Roxy, that they were in third grade with. <laughs> they said she was missing her front tooth. <laughs> and Roxy is hosting a contest, a rap contest, and whoever has the best song is going to get it recorded, and they're going to film a music video. And both of them want to enter. <laughs> yeah, both of them want to enter, even though Cyrus knows that his songs are better. So Cyrus writes the song, Don't Run Away. This is more than a crush, more than a like, like more than a love. Baby, I'ma make you mine, and I ain't giving up. This is more than a crush, more than a like, like more than a love. Baby, I'ma make you mine, and I ain't giving up. Don't run away, don't run away from the truth. Cause I'm not giving up on you. Don't run He has a full in-home studio. He does. Uh, But Cyrus's problem is that whenever he goes to send in his demo, he (laughs) sends in a photo of him and Chris. And Chris is at the front of the photo. I know. Like, he should have at least drawn, like, an arrow. (laughs) Yeah, so this is the problem. The next day in church, Cyrus's dad, Jacob. Uh, Jacob is slut-shaming girls... Uh, he just—he really be calling them out. He just keeps saying, "Because they're too tired. Teenagers don't want to do this because they're too tired." And I said, "I am tired. And what about it?" Yeah, yeah, I'm tired. <laughs> this is okay. Here's some of the comparisons that he said: "Girls, yeah, yeah. girls need to stop being video vixens and start being valedictorians." Oh, Lord. Guys need to stop dressing like gangsters and start becoming graduates. What does listening to rap music have to do with graduating? Yeah, and why can't you be both of those? Why can't you be a graduating gangster? (laughs) I don't understand what listening to rap music has to do with graduating. I really don't. I feel like that's, like, also, like, I just, like, my mom used to be like that. And I feel like she looks is. And I'm like, are you serious? First of all, we live in the Bay Area. Second of all, like, what is wrong with you? Yeah, I heard the music y'all were playing. <laughs> I did not know what to She's do with driven. myself. Uh, the next day in the, I don't know, just in office, Roxy yeah. and her agent, Nicole Sullivan... All I, I wrote, I like Lila. <laughs> Mama Carol. Did you just put two and two together? No, I knew that. Oh, I, I was like, uh. No, no, no. That I knew. It's Mama Carol. It's Shigo, the legend herself. <laughs> yeah, so her manager, Lila, is hiding a magazine because on the front cover of the magazine, Roxy is getting hate for using autotune. Which is stupid. Who doesn't use autotune? Honestly. Um, Well, and there's a difference in using autotune. I mean, and Cyrus says this later, but there's a difference in using autotune because it's a style choice. 
and yeah. using auto tune because your voice isn't strong enough. Like T Pain has a great voice. Yeah. That but video, his brand is auto-tune. That video of him singing Buy You a Drink acoustically? Yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> I was taken aback. It was a cultural reset. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Roxy's listening to Truth's demo, which is the demo that Cyrus sent in with the picture of him and Chris. So they think that Chris is Truth. Um... I wrote that there are so many fedoras in this movie. I wrote that Roxy shows up in this pink outfit that is just, whoa. <laughs> so much. Yeah, so they go to the club that night, and they're going to tell Chris that he is the winner of the rap competition, but he's a little confused whenever they call him Truth, because what did he say his was? Cool Chris or something like that? I think, yeah, like... Cool Chris with the K. <laughs> I cannot. Um, but everybody at the club wants Roxy to sing, so Roxy sings what I said. I vividly remember Disney Channel airing this music video between every commercial break. Yeah. I want to know how they set up that whole white set so fast for her. (laughs) (laughs) Like, did she come with that? It would always start with, okay. And I was just like, (laughs) no, not again. (laughs) I think that's what prevented me from watching this movie for so long. <laughs> I think I refused to because I just got tired of that music video. I don't hate the song, but I think I just got tired of seeing it over and over. Yeah, um, I don't blame. But Roxy's outfits are definitely <laughs> inspired by Lady, Lady Gaga and uh, JoJo Siwa. <laughs> <laughs> Stop! <laughs> Stop! Why do you do this every time? I wrote Roxy dresses like JoJo Siwa. I wrote that too. <laughs> I said I hate uh, heeled tennis shoes. Oh, those? I would <laughs> never catch me in those. No. Even when they were a trend, I did not no. want to wear them. No. Like, ugh, don't even get me started. Um, Cyrus agrees to help Chris when they're going to go to the recording studio. So Chris poses as truth and cyrus is posing as a sound engineer (laughs) Uh, cyrus is just like this movie would have been so much shorter if he just said that he was truth (laughs) it really would have it lila has to leave on a meeting so chris and cyrus are alone in the studio but while they're recording in the studio roxy shows up and chris is once again flirting with her and being nasty. Yeah, I know. She walks in when... Doesn't she walk in when they're recording? And But 
it's Chris lip singing and Cyrus actually. Yeah, they're. <laughs> this is what I don't understand. I get that Chris is lip syncing to try to get adjusted to having his mouth movements be similar to Cyrus, but they're both in a microphone. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I was just questioning. I was like, why is he in a microphone? He's not singing. <laughs> You gotta get into the groove, Ivy. <laughs> um, but Cyrus drops, and since they're in the studio, for whatever reason, in the booth, there are lights on, but in the studio, there are no lights. <laughs> so, Roxy just sees his silhouette. Wait, first, no, first she asks Chris to freestyle, and he sucks. <laughs> oh, he says something like a bunny. Um, he's like, hopping around like a bunny. I'm getting money. And God, it's so bad. (laughs) But Roxy says that she wants to record a song with truth. And Chris being the idiot that he is agrees. He's so dumb. And we get the classic feeding words into the mic while Chris has headphones on. Yeah. Classic. How many movies is this used in? I don't know. Too many. I feel like I just watched an episode. Or Oh, I just... There was an episode of Parks and Rec where they did that. Kind of. <laughs> I put in quotation marks, uh, let my words caress you, and I just said, ew. Ew. <laughs> that's gross. I'm not a fan of that. No. That's some fanfic. Yeah, so... Chris goes back into the studio and kind of hides when Cyrus stands up and it's just Cyrus's silhouette and he sings the song You Belong to Me. This song reminds me of, like, an old Chris Brown song, even though we don't stand Chris Brown anymore. But it, I just can't, I couldn't place it, but it totally sounds like an old, th- an old like, throwback. I hate that I like the song No Air with Jordan Sparks oh. and Chris Brown because I shared it on my Instagram story one time and I just crossed out Chris Brown's name. And I was like... Yeah, we only claim Jordan. No, I was like, we do not stand him. He's an abusive prick, but this song... Because of Jordan Sparks is good. Yes, I agree. Uh, I wrote the feather hair trend. Did you ever have a feather in your hair? I did not, but I had the feather earrings, so it looked like it was in your hair, you know? I had one that was a barrette, and it just clipped in. (laughs) It it wasn't the iron or the the pressed one to my hair. I think I have these trends. I hope that never comes back. I have a Facebook picture of the feather in my hair. I I could probably find one with the the earrings that I wore about every single day till they broke. I can find this (laughs) to show you right now. Hold on. (laughs) I just know it's either. It's got to be on my timeline photos. I thought I was hot stuff with my peacock feather in my hair. (laughs) 
Because it, oh, yep, there it is. <laughs> oh, what's, what is this caption? This is my feather. Bigger version may come later. That's big. <laughs> That's big enough, Miss Ivy. <laughs> what day? August 19th, 2011. Oh, see, you were ahead of the time because this is from 2012. <laughs> oh, well, it was probably filmed around this time then. Oh, yeah, you're right. This is when I wrote Halle Bailey, and then I wrote Roxy Dresses Like Jojo Siwa. Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote Chris in Another Fedora. <laughs> um, Levi, who owns the club that Cyrus works at, says Truth is a bad cat. <laughs> All right. We know y'all wanted to say badass. <laughs> yeah. Um, Cyrus says that Roxy won't like him. And because he, this was the swag era because he says Chris has a swagger. Oh, Lord. They say swag at least four times in this movie. I still say swag, unironically. And then Levi basically just calls him out and says that they're both living a lie. Yeah. Because they are. Yeah. So they show up at, or Cyrus is at the... Rap club. club. Yeah. And he is singing his own song, Guardian Angel. And Roxy is going to go on a date with Chris, and she shows up at the club, and Chris is not there. And Roxy catches Cyrus rapping. Like, Cyrus really thinks on his feet when he spins it as him lip-singing because he's his biggest fan. (laughs) Like, jeez. That's when Roxy is, like, a little airheady. Yeah, I don't know how she believes that. Yeah. Are you good? Yeah. Yeah, this is the part when I don't know how Roxy doesn't start to put things together. Yeah. Like, who'd... Why would he just be doing that by himself? And on a stage, nonetheless. Yeah. Uh, But Cyrus gets real with Roxy, and he tells her to sing without auto-tune, because at this point... She realizes that Chris is not going to show up for their date, so she and Cyrus just go out together. Good. Yeah. Then uh, they see that freestyle battle. <clears throat> yeah, they run into a street battle between Revelation and Phantom. Honestly, I'm always in awe of people freestyling. Like, my brain cannot do that. <laughs> I was... I, I was impressed with the raps that Disney put in this movie and how they weren't horrible. Yeah. You would expect it to be cheesy, but they were low-key good. 
some of them were like disc trucks and I was like whoa Disney <laughs> yeah so the guy Revelation wins this street battle and Bling ends up showing up and once again so is fighting with Cyrus because this is a whole a Cinderella story type situation where it's like he gets made fun of for having a job yeah so Roxy goes to church the next day with Cyrus, and she sings a song, Good To Be Home. Yes, and his dad is literally just horrible. Calls it hypocrisy. <laughs> he says that she's walking with the devil, she dances like a vixen, and that she wears too much makeup. Dude, like, that makes me so mad. <laughs> and he's doing this in front of an entire church of people. Yeah. Good for her for walking out. I would have done the same thing. Yeah, basically his entire sermon that he's starting to give is saying that, oh, people love God whenever they show up to church and just pray whenever they need to while they're out being little nasties. And he's just saying this in front of an entire church of people, and it's horrible. She's a literal, like, teenage girl. Yeah. Uh, He is not practicing what he preaches. No. And Gail... Cyrus's mom puts him on the couch for the night. Wait, I lost my notes. Oh, yeah, I wrote, yes, mama. (laughs) Make him sleep on the couch. Yeah, he says, I need a little, I think I deserve a little extra couch time tonight for that sermon I gave today. And she said, yeah, that's what you're going to be getting. You're sleeping on the couch. (laughs) And then she makes, or she tells him that he better go apologize the next day. Yeah. Uh, We find out that Grand Slam invited Truth to sing with Roxy at the... Oh, yeah. Well, the mom tells him to go apologize to Roxy at the video shoot, as he said. And Grand Slam invited Truth to sing with Roxy at the Rap Battle Championship, but there is a no-lip-sync policy. So they're in a bit of a pickle. He's, he's just so dumb for continuing... To agree to this stuff? Yeah. Like, he knows he's not going to be successful with this, so, like... <laughs> Chris says he doesn't want to be tied down by Roxy, which, once again, I'm like, you're gross. Yeah. Yeah. He's literally the least, uh, like, other than Bling, he is the least likable character in this movie. Yeah, he basically Well, I mean, not the dad. Oh, yeah. The dad's worse, but But Chris sucks. His dad kind of redeems himself. Yeah, Chris sucks. Um, yeah, because he basically says he's going to ditch Roxy for all the different flavors of girls. Ugh. Like, ugh. So gross. Yeah, so they're at the music video shoot, and Chris has one freaking job to lip sync and dance, and he's not even doing that right. I wrote again that she's dressed like Jojo Siwa. 
Um, Cyrus is at the music video shoot, so when Jacob shows up to apologize to Roxy, Cyrus is probably about to lie and say the reason that he's there, but then Levi says, Cyrus, I need you to get those tables ready to open, and this is when Jacob finds out that Cyrus has been working at the rap club. He is shook. And I love here when Cyrus stands up to his dad. Me too. Yeah. Like, finally, dude. Yeah, because... Jacob tells them that they're going home, and Cyrus says, no, I work here, Levi needs me, I have a job to do, and I'm not leaving. And I was like, good for you. Yeah, that's how you do it. Yeah. And this is, I like that we get this moment of him standing up to his dad, not at the very end of the movie. Yeah. It's not like a cloud nine, it's (laughs) it's not like a cloud nine Nick Swift situation. And, like, if he had not done this at this time, I feel like his dad wouldn't have been more open to, like, his wife telling him to read and listen to his music. Yeah. So when Jacob goes home and is ranting, this is when we find out that Gail knew he worked at the club. (laughs) I love her reaction when Jacob is going off and she goes, oh, you found out. (laughs) She's like, ooh. Jacob is going off and telling Cyrus that he needs to quit his job, and then Gail goes off on Jacob, and she says, all he wants is to share his songs with you and have a job, and you're over here just complaining because it's rap music. Yeah. Snaps to mom. Yes. And in this entire little montage we have going on, Cyrus sees that Bling, the rapper that has been basically judging him this entire time for not having money for being a busboy, is driving a taxi. Yeah. Which comes into play later. Also, this montage, it's like when Cyrus sees like a magazine or something, right? Yeah, it has like the billboard, the billboard top 100, essentially, but it's like Atlanta top 100. Why is Cyrus looking mad when he did this to himself? (laughs) Chris is in a pink fedora flirting with girls. <clears throat> I don't know what the fedora count is at. He's at a fedora in an interview. At least 13. On TV. It's high. Yeah. Uh, Jacob goes into Cyrus's room while he's asleep and grabs his songbook. And, okay, did you see the picture of his dad in his songbook? <laughs> yeah. Wait, was that his dad? Yes. I thought... Okay, never mind. <laughs> I would sound dumb. What did you know? What? Say it. No, but just keep going. <laughs> um, Roxy tells Cyrus that he should sing instead of lip syncing because Cyrus has been pushing her to use her real voice this whole time. And then they almost kiss. But he really do be friend zoned. <laughs> Chris is flirting some more. And we find out that he took Roxy on a date to the Jazz Museum, which is literally what Cyrus mentioned earlier on in the movie. So Chris and Cyrus get in a fight. They start pushing each other. Yeah, Levi has to break it up. And Chris has this kind of backhanded compliment when they're fighting. Oh, yeah, when he's like, you're, he says something about him being good, right? Yeah, he's like, you're the best rapper I've ever heard in my yeah. life. In my life, but no one's ever gonna hear it because you're too scared. And like, he's complimenting him, but they're fighting. (laughs) I'd be so like turned around. (laughs) 
Uh, Cyrus tells his mom that he's truth and not Chris. Jacob apologizes to him. Finally. And then we're finally at the Grand Slam rap battle where Roxy is headlining. And looking like Lady Gaga with I, Yes, she has this bubble dress that is 100% like the Bad Romance music video. Yeah. And she, like she said, she has a Sia type wig on. Pink wig. <laughs> uh, Chris tells Cyrus to go sing his truth. And so Roxy comes out and this duo starts. They're singing the song Me and You. I love this song. Yeah, and it's super cool how they made it like a conversation on stage. I said, Cyrus, thank you for throwing away the fedora. Oh, thank God. Um, I said, this seems like it should be done in private. (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) Like, isn't this being streamed or something? This whole song is a private conversation that they're just doing in a song. Um, I hate when he says Roxy. I'm Roxy, sorry for some I'm reason. sorry. <laughs> and he does it twice. <laughs> Roxy, I'm sorry. You spinning round and round. Uh, Roxy gave him the smack on the face after they were done performing because during this, I was mad that she didn't also slap Chris. Thank you. I wrote down, but Chris deserves it too. I'm not denying the fact that Cyrus deserves to be smacked because they have both been lying to no, her this whole time. Yeah. But she doesn't give Chris any repercussions. She just says, like, stop talking. Yeah. I'm like, you should have slapped him twice. Yeah. So Truth has to present the winner's trophy to the Grand Slam battle, which, of course, the winner is Bling, who has been ragging on cyrus this whole time and he's so mean to him (laughs) for no reason no reason at all i was just waiting for this rap battle yes so cyrus calls him out and he says you're not the best rapper in atlanta you're not even the best rapper in this room and then we start my favorite the song i jam out to in my car (laughs) moment of truth (laughs) Call you if 
we need a ride to an airport. In fact, you can drive me off at home after this. Then you can take your couple bucks back, but as a tip, you're playing yourself like solitaire. Telling everyone that's here that you're a millionaire. You're not a baller, you're phony. I bet your whole crew was a bunch of renter homies. And now you lie in bed lonely. Your persona's a facade. The only girls you get are in the pages of a catalog. So you can keep a trophy that you don't deserve. I might be a bus boy, but you just got served. Honestly, Blaine is going like pretty hard. Whenever he goes into the kissy kissy rock saying, did you miss me? And I was like, oh. <laughs> um, you can tell how old this movie is by the fact that there are references to Facebook and camera phones. For sure. Put your camera phones up so you can post this on YouTube. The Lord. <laughs> uh, and the fact that, okay, I love the fact that he uses the phrase Rena homies. Rena homies? You're not a baller, you're a phony. I bet your whole crew is a bunch of Rena homies. <laughs> Oof. Oof. But yeah, he basically calls about for being fake, and I was like, Yeah, I'll put yeah. the, I'll clip the last. Good old last good old bit where he yeah. calls out Bling for being a taxi driver, saying basically what she said that he's fake. Um, when he says, "I might be a busboy, but you just got served." Iconic. Mic drop. Iconic. <laughs> top top ten, top ten rap battle lines. <laughs> Stop. Eight Mile Who. I, I like it when his parents are cheering him on, though. Yeah. So after all this, Chris apologizes to Roxy and tells her to give Cyrus a chance, which, okay, like, thank you, but you're still gross. Yeah. Like, that doesn't, uh, I don't like him still. Uh, so Roxy shows up at church, and they sing Let It Shine. With a, little, with a little remix rap. Uh, I said I just think of the episode of Glee where Shu takes Sue to the uh, children's hospital and they sing this. Oh. <laughs> I think of that every time I hear this song because there's oh a God. little girl that holds up her finger and she's like, I'm gonna let it shine. <laughs> my sister's rewatching Glee right now. I can't bring myself to do it. I don't know why. I did it once, like, a couple years after it ended, but I don't think I have since. I used to be obsessed. I just threw away, literally two days ago when we were cleaning out our basement, I just threw away a Glee poster that I had hanging on my wall that was in my basement. Dang. Because I was like, I'm never going to hang this up again. Why do I have it down here? But I, of course, (laughs) kept my 2009 World Tour Jonas Brothers poster. Oh, you better never throw that away. How could I? Ever. But... 
That's the film. That is Let It Shine. That was fast. We got a couple responses on Instagram. Destiny said that her favorite scene is when they sang Let It Shine in the end. That her favorite song is Don't Run Away. And that she loves Cyrus. Her favorite character. And then Rachel said that Guardian Angel is so good. Wait, Guardian Angel? Oh, yeah, yeah. The one when he was at the club by himself? Yeah. I like that one. Like, this song? I mean, this song. This movie has good songs. This movie does have a good soundtrack to it. I hate that I slept on this movie for a few years whenever it came out. And we have a voice message this week. Oh, yeah. I forgot. From Maddie. Here we go. Hi, um, my name is Maddie. I really like your podcast. Um, I have a podcast with my cousin called That Disney Podcast and want to know if you guys had any tips on taking notes for movies when you're watching them. Thank you. Bye. Um, you start. What are your tips and tricks? Um, my note-taking process, uh, well, since I start with the synopsis, I always write that down. Mm-hmm. I write that down first, and then I write down a list of all of the songs used in the movie, generally since we do musicals. And I color code my notes based on movie notes and songs, and I will use a different colored pen to place in my notes where the song is in the movie so that I know to mention it. Um, but essentially, note-taking the movie... I literally write anything and everything. Yeah, me me too. I I like just basically make a list of everything, and and I don't do color coding, but I I'll like make a star and write the song name in all caps because that helps me like go through it. What else? Oh, I like watching with subtitles because I feel like that helps me not only get the quotes I want to write down right, but just. I don't know, because I don't normally watch with subtitles, but I do when I take notes. Yeah, I write down, I'll write a bu- I put my notes in bullet points, and I'll write down anything and everything in terms of just the plot line. I'll write down what's happening, and then basically, if there's anything in the background that I see that may oh, yeah. stick out, I pause, and if there especially in our HSMTMTS episodes, I would, if there was maybe a poster on the wall or just random things in the background, I would pause and just observe things in terms of set and props. And I would maybe write that down if something stood out or I will just write my thoughts as last week I had a note that literally just said, I want pizza now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm like flipping through right now. My notebook, because we both have notebooks, right? Yeah. You have a notebook? Mm-hmm. Or journals? Yeah. I just have, like, it's so random. If someone just, like, <laughs> opened this, it's just a mix of me commenting on something or just, like, like, I don't even know what this is from, but I just wrote, oh, my God, the puppy. Like. <laughs> I wrote, um. <laughs> Oh, it's Cheetah Girls. I was like, why did I write Flavor in You thinks she's mixed? But then I was like, oh, Cheetah Girls. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know if I would say that I have a real 
process other than the fact that I just write anything. Yeah, just straight up, just bullet points all the way down, everything and anything. And even if you think that you might not say something, write it down because it may become a topic of discussion. Oh, yeah, because I totally, like, skip over some things that I write. I mean, how we full-on went into a discussion on hair feathers earlier, that... Yeah. (laughs) That just stemmed out of nowhere. And, I mean, just the fact that we've been talking about Jojo Siwa, and she posted a TikTok yesterday that completely... it She's trending on Twitter right now for her TikTok. That's crazy. And that... Just anything and everything can become a topic of discussion. So don't ever, don't ever dismiss a thought. Just write down whatever you're thinking and it could be something to talk about. And also I like to write stuff about like personal experiences too, because we talk about that a lot. Mm -hmm. And it makes the podcast more personal than, because if you're just explaining the plot line to a movie that can be done (laughs) through the internet through any process rather than just listening to people talk about the plot line of a movie so adding in your own stories to something could really help well thank you for asking about that is we don't get a lot of questions about like making the podcast in general i know we should do an episode about that or something Tie it into something. Our process. <laughs> oh, we can add that when we do a an about. Yeah. Or about us. Well, all right. I guess that wraps up our Let It Shine episode. What are we doing next week, Lauren? It's your pick. We're into sequels now. Oh, yeah. Um. <laughs> oh, we should do High School Musical, too. Because that's your favorite, right? Oh, it's not? Okay. For some reason, I thought that was your favorite. <laughs> Is that your second favorite? Yeah. See, I feel like it's everyone's, like, it's my least favorite. Not saying I don't like it. Mine goes 3 2 1. 3 2 1. Mine goes 3 1 2. But yeah. Also, I just want to watch it. People say that the last one <laughs> is the worst, and I don't know why. The last one is so good. It's so good. <laughs> and they had the budget because it wasn't a decom anymore, so... Dude, I, I remember I went to the midnight premiere of that at our theater. I didn't go at midnight, but I saw it in theaters, that's for sure. My, like, Girl Scout troop all went <laughs> to the theater. Well, you heard it here first, y'all. We're doing High School Musical 2 next week. I'm ready. For some Sharpay action. But yeah, um, go ahead and follow us on both Twitter and Instagram. We're at Just for a Podcast. Let us know what other sequel, decom sequels you want us to do. And just anything you want. We like interacting with you guys. And let us know what you all want us to do after we finish our decom musicals. Because we don't know if we want to continue with just doing musical productions in general. Or... Or decoms or... Yeah, or what we want to continue after that. So give us your opinions. I know uh, some people have requested some, a longer season two predictions episode. And we'll oh, de- yeah, we should definitely do that. Yeah, we'll definitely do that at some point. <laughs> Probably when filming starts back up. And w- we were going to do something when we were in Salt Lake City, Sorry. but that fell through. So, so yeah. Oh, 
Jesus. Well, thanks y'all for tuning in this week. This podcast is distributed on Anchor, which is a podcast app where you can record and distribute your podcast anywhere podcasts are heard, such as Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you want to leave us a rate and review on Apple Podcasts, that'd be super cool. So go ahead and do that if you want a cookie and I'll send you one. Um... Um, if you want to leave a voice message on Anchor, like Maddie did that we just listened to, you can do that by looking at the description below. We love hearing your all's voice messages and any questions you have for us, like about the podcast, like Maddie asked, or you could say stuff about your season two predictions, like Isabella said. We're open to listening to anything y'all have to say. Literally anything. (laughs) All right, well... I don't have a pun. (laughs) I don't have a pun for this week. So, y'all just keep shining. If I'm shining, everybody gonna shine. No, I don't know. Gonna shine? Um, High School Musical 2 is next week. We will see y'all then. Bye. Bye. Right, this is dead. Let's be friends. Start out slow. Get to know you beyond your glow. You're more than meets the eye. Girl, you pterodactyl fly. Way back when you knew my name. Show you got five.